what's good everybody what's good man this is a let me get my mic together this is a special textual talk man we're going live again wait you know none other than rob from master it man he does a lot of the the search gets us certifications to get you in it especially if you don't have no experience at all so he's definitely needed in the culture but uh yeah man i appreciate y'all man for rocking with me when you come in make sure you hit that like button for the youtube algorithm help us get this good knowledge out on a friday night and me to kind of educate y'all keep y'all a little entertained man so without further ado man let me bring our guest to the main stage hd what's up man what's going on man not much first things first i just want to thank you for giving this time to me to come on your platform and I, I really appreciate it hey man i appreciate you man you know i think we probably what it might have been a year and a half ago i remember uh, i connected with you on linkedin and uh it's been a while yo he's like you know anything i could do to help let me know I'm, i remember that and then um i think i found you really from uh youtube if i'm not mistaken probably so like most people but um yeah man so we here now on a, a good friday night you know everybody probably in the house so you know the weather is uh wishy-washy like it was it was hot yesterday in dallas and then today it was kind of like i don't want to say cold might have been a little chilly a little windy um how's the weather out there where you are it's uh confused uh so uh earlier it was about i don't know in the 40s or 50s right now it's about 75 and sunny so can't complain yeah man but yeah, I see y'all coming in here, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Get the likes up. But so pretty much, y'all, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I've already told me you are, you know, master IT. But uh, just give them a brief overview of, you know, kind of like your background and who you are and what you do. Sounds good. And once again, just want to say thanks, uh, HD. Uh, if you guys are coming in, like he said, please uh, like this video, uh, share it with anybody who you can think and benefit, and make sure that you uh, subscribe to uh, Textual Chatter. So if you've never seen me before, I'm Rob from Master IT. A long story, super short. I've been in IT for, I want to say, almost 15 years. Um, you know, I've had a bunch of jobs uh, from Detroit. I've been a, a dishwasher, a paper boy. Uh, I used to do HVAC. I uh, sold candy door to door. Um, and when I was doing AC, I decided that that wasn't for me. I didn't like sweating. I didn't like being dirty. So um, I decided to join the military. So I went to the recruiter's office. Uh, they said they would give me a bag, a big bag if I join. I said, okay, I guess I want to fight for my country. So I signed up, um, got a tech job, worked in tech the whole entire time. Uh, my last uh, duty station or my last assignment, I was actually teaching students, teaching them TCNA, A+, Net+, Security+, and actually teaching them their job. And after that, as I got out of the military, I started teaching for colleges, vocational schools. And then one day, um, the last job that I had, my boss walked in and he gave me some inspiration. And I said, oh, if this guy can do it, I, I can too. So about four years ago, I started Master IT and bam, here I am on Textual Chatter. That's dope, man. Thank you for your service. Uh, and shout out to Detroit, man. Uh, shout out to my sure. guy, Daryl Long, CJ Goodfella, our dog, uh, Brandon, Chef. I'm trying to think if I forgot any Detroit people, man. Okay. Shout out to y'all. Everybody I met from Detroit been pretty cool. They kind of remind me of people from back home. We solid, yeah. for sure. 
Yeah, for real. Uh, so let's talk about when you got in the, the military, right? What mm-hmm. made you decide that you wanted to go the tech route? So basically just because I literally told the recruiter, I said, hey, man, I don't want nothing with gunner or rocket in the job title. And he was like, hey, what about computer stuff? So since you said this already, being from Detroit, I had no aspirations, no knowledge, nobody that I knew that did anything technical or anything with computers. Um, I think we didn't get the Internet. I might be lying. It must sound like a third world country, but I don't think I got the Internet in my house until I was maybe in the 10th grade, maybe the ninth or 10th grade. So um, it definitely wasn't something that was on my to do list. So um, that was one of the biggest reasons. Right. Because in my mind, you know, the Iraq war was popping off. Afghanistan was popping off. In my mind, I was thinking like, OK, if I just do some computer stuff, I don't have to worry about this stuff. So that was kind of another one of the driving forces. I was like, OK, they ain't going to be shooting at me. But uh, that didn't matter because I ended up going to uh, Afghanistan in 2000. 11 so uh, i ended up having to fight for my country anyway but yeah the main reason was basically because i didn't want to do i didn't want to be infantry i didn't want to do any grunt work and then even at a young age i kind of knew like okay this is probably one of the one of the jobs that i can get because my main goal honestly was to get in and get out um, even though i didn't do that uh, i was only going to do two or three years i did almost eight but um that was one of the main reasons was just because i just felt like this was something that's going to be beneficial for a long time Man, I got you. I got you. Let me highlight Josh real quick. Keep the techie man. Shout out for the super chat. Uh, hang on. There we go. Shout out to you, fam. Appreciate Shout you for tapping in. Let me give him some gunshots for that. Boom. But um, that's dope. I actually want to ask you about that internet thing, right? So did you had y'all didn't have dial up back in the gap? Like you know, you used to go back. We had we had dial up, but I'm saying even that we had dial up, but we ain't get it until yeah, I was like in the. Am I lying? No, no, I ain't lying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, about ninth grade. Okay, eighth or ninth grade. That's when we got dialed up and we start rocking out, you know, hearing all the static with the AOL stuff. But yeah, Mm -hmm. um, we got it uh, a lot later. But not to go on a tangent, but so you saw that support that Keep It Techie uh, just gave you. I want to say one thing that I do like about um, the tech space is that it's not a lot of drama. It's not a lot of crazy stuff. And it's a lot of people supporting each other. Because whenever you're on the stream, I try and, you know, salute you. I see somebody else on the stream. I try and salute them. Um, it's a really good support system. But, um, yeah, we got internet uh, super late, though. Salute to Before the Billions. Shout out to him. I think our episode may be coming out this week or next week. I don't know. I got to check. I got to check my, my stuff. Uh, appreciate the super chat, man. Hang on. Let me, let me give you this right here. That was a secret because that one that one was kind of low. Ah oh, man, I ain't know it was that low, man. Let me let me give him this. Bam, right, yeah, we heard that one. Yeah, we're gonna give him we're gonna give y'all all gunshots if y'all drop the <laughs> but um that's dope, man. Especially because uh I have a lot of people, and we'll probably bring it up in a, a segment further down. It's like people that's trying to transition from the military, right? They are trying to figure out they want to get in IT, what do they need to do? Right. I think I sent my friend your info because I know the military or you know for pay for all that stuff. And I think correct me if I'm wrong, but they normally say the the time frame to transition for most people to, to make them the most successful is like 18 months from like so, when they're about to get out. You're talking about 18 months before their contract about to end? Yeah, like when they think about getting out, they like that 18 month time frame where they can do all this stuff so they can be set up by the time you know they get out. 
For sure. I, I think I started about two years out. So I started about 24 months out. But I would say at a minimum 12 months, but that 18 month mark is a is a sweet spot for sure. Bet that's a bet, man. So now we're gonna get into okay, you chose a tech space like because I'm not gonna lie, like you have to like teaching, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Because you can just teach, but like you know, to what avail, like how did you know that that's something you like to do when you was in the military? You say you was doing a text of it. You just started teaching everybody, you know, all the different uh, classes for the certs. Like, how does how did it happen? Did you get like, you know, thrusted in that position or? Yeah, definitely. It wasn't, it wasn't up to me at all. Like it wasn't up to me at all. So in the military, you kind of do what they tell you to do. So I was rocking out. I think I was, um, I think when I transitioned to teaching, I was a network engineer, I want to say. And um, I just got promoted. And they were like, yeah, you got to go to your next assignment. I was like, okay, what is that? And they was like, well, you got to go to the schoolhouse and teach. I'm like, oh, damn. And then, you know, I was kind of adverse to that just because I wasn't a very good student, right? I wasn't, um, I ain't going to say I wasn't a good student. I just was, um, you know, just doing a lot of other stuff in the class, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, when I got there and I actually started teaching, it just came, it came naturally. You know, the universe kind of works like that. Uh, the things that you don't think you're supposed to be doing or don't want to do a lot of times is the things that you need to be doing. So, you know, I taught my first class. I'm not going to lie. I was I was uh, nervous and slightly pissed off because I'm like, oh, I got to be in all these damn students. I got to be in all these kids. They're not kids, but you know what I'm saying? They, they, um, they don't know anything. So in the first class, you know, I start teaching, you know, crack a, a couple jokes. They start laughing. Then, you know, at the end of the class, you know, I did like a pop quiz or I did like a, just a review just to see like, damn, let me see if this is actually working. And damn near everything that I had taught, they had remembered it. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe I'm doing okay. But yeah, the reason why I did it is because the military told me to, but it worked out though. Oh, you muted? That's what's up, man. I think we're going to have to... Um... Hey, textual chatter. I thought this was a professional uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you good, man. That's, no, why, no, I, that's no. why I don't go live, man. That's why a lot of times I don't go yeah, live just because. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to. No, you on, on Riverside, I could just press space and let me start talking. Like okay. you on Zoom. On here, you got to press Command D and all the other stuff because I just try to mute because background noise. Little girl might start crying or something. Right, like right, some right. of my videos that people didn't listen. But um, yeah, we probably got to do like some type of. Um, I might do a giveaway or some type of sponsorship, you know, for somebody who wants to do it but may not have, you know, the funds to do it. So, gotcha. Um, definitely uh, do that. So I'll back up just a little bit. When you mm -hmm. said you did like tech in the military, mm -hmm. uh, what type of role was it? Um, so in the military, asking. it's a little bit different. So okay. which was good. It was bad when it happened, you know, or I felt bad when it happened, but it was good overall. So every unit I went to, I was the guy like I was the tech guy. Like um, I was always attached to uh, a unit that wasn't tech usually or wasn't information technology. So I would have to literally be I have to set up the network. I would have to secure it. I would have to set up the help desk. I would have to lead, you know, the junior techs and stuff like that. So I did a little bit of everything. So I've been a network analyst, a network engineer, a cybersecurity analyst, uh, a little bit of everything. Um, and then on top of that. You know, while I was still learning my job, doing my job, I was always in charge of a team as well. So I kind of got the leadership piece and actual hands-on stuff too as well. So nice. 
And that's yeah. one thing I will say, um, uh, HD, is that Go a lot of people are kind of scared, you know, to get their hands dirty, scared to get out there. But a lot of times, trial by fire, like literally, like people cussing you out, people mad, people don't know what the hell going on. That's you. Like every time that happened, I was like, I never want this to happen again. And then, like I said, um, a praise to the Most High, nothing crazy happened. But you know, I'm, even though I was in the military, I still um, was from a different place. Like you're not gonna be yelling at me, you're not gonna be cussing at me. I understand you ain't got no internet, but you need to relax. So you know, a lot of times, um, like I said, going through uh, the craziness. And then even, you know, having to set it, had to uh, set the stuff up in a war zone. It's like you never forget this stuff. You never forget it. Man, tell me about it, man. Look, speaking of, we can just talk about, like, funny stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, funny calls. Like, like I said, I think I've told this story a little bit about times. But this is around the time I was getting ready to leave, like, help desk. Like, um, this woman was arguing me down that I was giving her her password, but she was trying to tell me it was her username. And I'm like, bro. Come on, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no. And she kept on arguing. So I hung up on her. And rule of thumb is you're not supposed to hang up and help this. But I was like, what they gonna do? Fire me? I was already gone. I was I was waiting to leave. So, so that's I'm glad you brought that up. So a lot of people, because that's kind of what I've been on now. Um, you know, just like UHD, I'm transparent, straight to the point. I know that the talk is get to the bag, get to the bag, six figures, da da da. But uh people are missing a pivotal step with help this. Help, you're not supposed to stay there. I won't say staying there, but I will say that help desk really helps you um, get entrenched in troubleshooting. You get those interpersonal skills and you literally get a little bit of, oh, damn, this is how this works. This is how that works. And then also a lot of people, I, I think they should use that help desk, uh, help desk time as like an internship. Okay, you're not making that much bread. We already know that. But just use that. Educate yourself. If you tier mm -hmm. one. Talk to the tier you tier two people or talk to the network people. Just try to, you know, rub elbows with people and just use that time uh, to the best of your ability. But yeah, it can be, it can be pretty rough though. Yeah, it definitely can. Cause I mean, honestly, everybody not meant to do it because I mean everybody not people, you know, people persons like they should just work out the queue or something, not talk to people. Cause some people be over there be freaking out, they be yelling. Like I just I used to just put them on mute when they was tripping. Like I was like, mute and I just sit there and wait probably put up some on youtube so they stop tripping and then you know they'll get it together because when i did help this we wasn't worrying about nobody money or something like that so they wouldn't fuss at me they were just mad something that worked you know it could have been something simple as the security team that blocked everybody from watching you know comcast or something on their thing and they calling in someone oh man i can't use comcast no more guess what me either right <laughs> i was like they blocked it for both of us or um the funny time when um the, the tsa network went down in the middle of the night which i was happy about because shoot if it's down i mean we can't do no work Bam. and uh <laughs> everybody's calling in, hey i'm not getting emails i'm about to say guess what me either and we had to put their front end message up so once the front end message went up the calls kind of dropped because hey man when when that board light up and it go red man you'd be like this come on now dog <laughs> come on man man I'm talking about it used to go it go from like five to like 50 and call whole way now the manager saying hey bobby all these people i was like i don't know because normally normally and um i don't know because i know uh kev tech did help this and like desktop support so i don't know if he actually worked in the area where like everybody was like in a call center or whatnot but when you hear everybody things go doom at the same time it's like some must be broke man he actually actually he was on um 
I think he was on Black Heights podcast or something. Yeah, and he yeah, was telling he was. me that he damn, or not telling me, like he was just talking to me, but he was on there. He was saying that uh, he was in help desk for a financial company or some kind of company. He said yeah, he was making like ninety grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, that's that's about right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they over, you know, they overpay, but so, salutes to them because working for them people, they got their work cut out for them. I'm in fintech right now too, and it's like. Not the most uh I'm gonna say tech savvy, but like the way their infrastructure is and set up, they're not the most mature, they're kind of behind when it comes to things. So I know they got their work cut out for them and that. Mm. So hats off to him for working with people. Like I couldn't imagine it's already hard enough. Like I used to work with the screeners and all these people, these people ain't know nothing about computers. So I used to be like, bro, how, like these are the people responsible, for hopefully making sure nobody bring that on a plane. And I'm like, uh so imagine working with the people that's responsible for helping people make their money and they don't know nothing about no computers let me see what he said uh he said he did phone calls too heavy load of 50 60 yeah see yep. man i used to hate them i think like maybe i got 40 a day probably a rare 50 50 call day um i know starting off it can kind of be tiring because you're like man what but then eventually by the time probably about two three months come around you got your you got the sea legs Mm-hmm. And you know, okay, boom, this person need a you know a password. Oh, they outlook messed up. Okay, they need their network drive mapped. Yeah. Um, oh, they got a lot of outlook storage, but you know, the application memory is uh full. Let's delete some of these large attachments. Like once you figure out what you need to figure out, you kind of done with stuff fast. It's more so is if you need their cooperation to fix something. When you need that, that's when you know it it, it takes a little bit of time. But We'll we'll move along into we'll go uh we'll say like so after the military where were you um you probably say this and I probably forgot it were you stationed somewhere when you were in the military yeah a bunch of places I was in uh shit I was in Germany I was in Afghanistan I was here I was in Augusta and I was in uh, Washington State okay. And you were in what branch again? The Army. Okay. Army. Shout out to the Army, my cousins in the Army. Um, so yeah, y'all, y'all probably had, you know, you probably had some fun, probably had some um some army stories that's really worthy for the Patreon instead of live. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when you got out, did you go back to Detroit or did you say, you know what, I'm gonna go somewhere else? No. No, uh, so um, it's so I, cold in the D. <laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to T baby. So, um, what I was gonna say is, uh, no, I didn't go back to Detroit. Um, even though all my family is there, I go there, you know, four or five times a year. I'm actually gonna be there, uh, in a couple of weeks. But, um, I actually, when I got out, I actually came here. Uh, I've been and I've been here ever since, ever since I got out, um, because. Uh, my first job opportunity was here, and then uh, my wife is from here as well. So you know, okay. she kind of been sacrificing for me. So I was like, let me go. You know, going all around the damn world with me. So I'm like, let me go ahead and go back home. And you know, I got this job. So yeah, that's why that's why I came back here. So I came straight to Texas and been here ever since. Okay, and um, you know, you since you are technically like, well, you've been all around the world anyway. But like, you know, a, nor- a northerner. You know, I think a lot of people have like the misconception of the South. I mean, a lot of people that like thought one way and then they got down here and say, like, oh, it ain't that bad. 
No, uh, I did too, because I kind of like, man, I ain't trying to go to this country, or I ain't trying to go to this, you know, I just thought I just thought it was something different. Like I thought people were literally gonna have cowboy boots on and all this, <laughs> but no, it was it was it's 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 a hub, it's it's a it's amazing actually. Um, and then you know how much bang you get for your buck as far as real estate, and then it's a um it's a melting pot of all different types of people. So I may never leave here, honestly, bro. Or at least I always have a residence here. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the same way, like the funny thing is, like, I'm from Louisiana, I'm from Shreveport to be exact, um, mm-hmm. which you're pretty much known for our uh, casinos. You know, if you want to gamble, I mean, you can go to Oklahoma if you want to, but Shreveport got the better casinos. And, uh, you know, running joke was about people moving and going to, you know, DFW. I was like, well, I just want y'all to leave and then actually just explore the DFW and see why we were leaving. Like, it's a metroplex. It's not like when you go to Dallas, you're not really in Dallas. Like, you know, all the different outskirts, like. Yep, <laughs> and um, I think that's a whole misconception that like people don't understand like how big it is. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go where Huge. the money resides. Like now, right. people had the opportunity now. Like, see, when I was coming out of school, you know, everybody wasn't just able to get some job working remote. You know, you was going in, and but now, shoot, you really can pretty much live anywhere if you got the skills to that's right. hire you. That's so right. There, there isn't a lot of room to complain for that part about finally, like you know, somebody wants you. Like, you good enough? They'll let you be remote. And I'm talking about this even go for fame companies. Yep. Know? And uh yeah, I you know, I say that for the Patreon. But <laughs> but uh shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh Chris McDonald. We got we still got before the billions in there. I don't know why it's a delay and everything, man. I gotta update my computer. So cool, boom. You get to Houston and you start the new job. So were you a trainer at the new job like were you in the um no i actually um once i first um got out i kind of didn't want to do the teaching thing anymore i kind of wanted to um get back in the trenches and actually start doing you know doing the job because um, when i was in the military it was it was cool it was great like i was literally teaching these people everything but it was just one of the main reasons i got out was um it was 30 jobs but one check and that just that just didn't make sense to me so um my day would probably start around 3 30. it would start around 3 30 in the morning right yeah it would start at 3 30. like no it wouldn't start at 3 i would get up at 2 30. our first formation right was our first meeting our first formation was at 3 30. so i get all the troops out there and uh my class i think was almost was almost 300 people i want to say it was almost 300 people so i get 300 damn people out there right it's cold it's hot it's whatever it is and we got to do pt we got to do physical training so it's 3 30 in the morning and i gotta take them through physical training so we're gonna run and we're gonna do some push-ups we're gonna do this we're gonna do that so that would last from about four to six then at six o'clock i would have to march all these damn people over to the cafeteria make sure that they eat make sure that they cool and i gotta march all these people to the barracks make sure they get their showers blah, blah blah then i think class started about 8 8 30 and from 8 30 to 4 i was teaching talking you know i was teaching ccna i was teaching a plus bam and then when that's done i gotta do the same shit all over again so i gotta take all these people take them to the cafeteria make sure that they eat and take them to the barracks make sure everybody cool so my day was from about 3 30 to about 6 6 30 at night and it just was like this is, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. And then, you know, it was a cap on my earning potential, blah, blah, blah. So I made sure that I tapped out and I was like, okay, I don't think I want to teach right now. So when I first, uh, my first job, when I got out, 
I was um, I was a network engineer uh, for about six months, and I kind of went, ah, this is cool. Then I got a contract for um, a cyber team. I was rocking out with that for a little while, um, and then after that, um, I just kept on getting the itch, like I need to be teaching this stuff. I need to be teaching this stuff. I need to be teaching this stuff. And right after I was working with the cyber team, I start. Uh, what did I do? I worked for a college. I got picked up by a college. I started teaching for them. And after that, um, I started teaching for a vocational school. And I was there for about a year, a year and a half. And um, yeah, after that, like I said, I kind of kind of got the game from them and saw what they was doing, saw what they sucked at, saw what I didn't mm -hmm. like, saw what I did like, kind of wrote down a game plan. And then I just jumped out the window and um, did my own thing. Nice, man. Uh, salute to you. So at least it's no shade at anybody else, but you did the work before deciding to just you know teach stuff you know because right a lot of times people are like okay they want to ask well did you do this stuff like how are you telling me but you ain't never did this stuff before so Man, you know you damn sure right about that because um when i was going through my um getting my mba um you know i was asking the damn business uh instructor like you know what businesses do you own or what business have you started oh i haven't started a business yet it's like well why I, what what are we what why are am i listening doing? to you no, exactly. Right. Like that don't even make sense. That's that's one thing I will say as far as like an online guru or just teachers or instructors. If it's somebody that ain't really been in the trenches, then it's kind of I don't know, it's not as valid, I don't think. It, it doesn't it doesn't really hit the same way. Yeah, trust me, hey man. We don't, look, we don't even want to start on, you know, especially we talking about YouTube. We hear all these gurus, fake businesses and fake money. Man, these folk, these folk got, got nah, that's business. the wrong one. No cap. <laughs> it's this one. Stop the cow. <laughs> man too much too much. and that's another thing that is kind of like and then now that you you know are venturing off you know salute to you as well venturing off you know doing your own thing trying to uh we're not trying but actually you know getting your business popping doing what you need to do you're going to run into that as well you know like the people that do um i've been putting a filter on it so uh you know i'm a little sleepy so if some cuss words slip out i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to oh. apologize uh in advance oh, you good you good hey that's gonna get the ratings up all right, good. So get the, the likes people, up. The people that's on some bullshit, um, yeah. kind of mess it up for for us, right? Because there's a lot of people out there charging crazy amount of money for, for example, one of the biggest things that are that is hot right now is um credit repair, right? Credit repair. Give me five grand. Give me ten grand. I'll fix your credit, and it's literally all stuff that you can do yourself. Um, and then you know, unfortunately, um, when you got a little bit of melanin. Um, you're kind of put on, underneath a microscope and you're kind of uh, scrutinized a little bit more than anybody else. It's almost like you already got a strike, you know, before you even open your mouth. So, um, yeah, definitely. And then another thing is um, the Internet is a wonderful place, but it's also, you know, a place full of, you know, you know, people that are upset, angry, mad. Uh, and just, you know, because like me, I don't even have like, I don't have no kind of crazy stuff on my channel for other than, you know, every now and again, I tell somebody that they lazy or try more with people, blah, blah. But it's still people that'll leave, you know, crazy comments on videos and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't know, it's a strange place to be, man. Yeah, I'd be like, thanks for watching. But I, no, I don't even say I, shit. I do it just for the engagement for the algorithm. I don't be tripping. You know, for me, because sometimes they might say something crazy when I have, you know, different women on the on the platform or something like that. And I'll be like, you know, appreciate it, but don't, you know, disrespect the guests. But it's the only comments, exactly. not live time. But no, nah, definitely. I mean, like I said, I mean, if you my last video with the with the thing I'm going through, like my own Twitter reactions of people telling me, you know, that I'm 
camp being elite that I'm gatekeeping because I tell people, you know, they want a six figure tech job, but you know, without the six figure tech skills, you know, and they constantly, this is what most of people, so it, it boiled down to this people who actually in tech that know if I put the work in, I can get the job. Then people outside of tech that don't know what they're talking about in terms of, oh, white people do it all the time. I was like, first of all, that's the minority, not the majority of people. And I know, I was like, I know white people that's not getting paid six figures. They actually get underpaid. So I was like, yeah, I really don't know what y'all talking about. And I, right. I broke a whole video down on that because it was just funny to me because I just ended up making the tweet being only people who follow me can respond or who I follow can respond. But <laughs> It, yeah, man, it's it's that, and like for me, I also want a person to where. Here's the thing: I don't care nothing about prices. Like we talk about the credit repair stuff, I I don't care as long as they word it. What they should say is like, you know, hey, if you don't feel like doing it, I can do it for you for this price. Instead of making it seem like it's something that they can't do on their own, right? Like, and then I have a problem with people like in the space now with teaching and stuff like that. I get it. I don't care what you charge. But you need to be mindful with what you say for us, like what type of job they can expect afterwards, because then you start making all these lofty promises and people not getting the results. And then they come to me and they mad or they coming at me sideways. I'm like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, exactly. They lied to you. I always tell people, hey, bet, bet, bet who you spend your money with. Find people who spent money with them. Look at the testimonials. Like if they don't have testimonials on their site, it's kind of like it's simple. It's kind of like a little red flag. Now, granted, some people do. It's different. They have like Google reviews, but I like to, you know, have the own testimonials from them. You know, they put their own testimonials on it and they go from there, even, you know, with my book reviews or whatnot. So it, it's, it's you know, it's very interesting. That's why. So we talked about earlier about our, our YouTube channels, right? So with this channel, people are able to see me from when I did my first video to now pretty much my stance and, and my character of a person and what I talk about where you can go always go fact check it. And, you know, I have my LinkedIn on there. So people can go verify I am who I say I am. I have like recommendations for people I work with. Um, and then I also do reaction videos. So different like cyber related videos or whatever. So, Cause now I go find videos and most of the videos I found, I've pretty much agreed just about everything. I haven't disagreed with somebody just on there saying something stupid for right. the most part. And I'm doing that because I don't think it's enough people actually doing that, you know, calling it out, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I'm all for, you know, people making money, but I don't want them to waste money. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I know you're paying for my time, my expertise, and what, what goes in on the back end. I understand that. But, you know, at the same time, I just want everybody to win. I don't care what you do. My, what you get paid don't affect me. Right. Well, y'all can get money. Yep. And that's that's facts, Kev Tech, man. You know, always we say it all the time on here. Tag us all on LinkedIn about that, and then I'll start stuff. And or sometimes if I see like recycled statuses, I'll be like, <clears throat> we know that. Why are you saying it's like? But you know, as long as I could just be me, you know, I, I really everything else really don't. You know, you know what? That's one thing that I think a lot of people discount is the power of being themselves and just being unique. Now, you know, certain mm -hmm. courses, certain sectors, certain industries have like best practices. But I think a lot of people just discount, especially when it comes to social media, comes to uh, YouTube or just presenting yourself, whether it's in an interview, whether it's building relationships, just be your damn self. Just be yourself. Like you don't have to put on a mask. You don't have to put on a front. You don't have to lie. You don't have to do none of that. Just be yourself. Because I think that's one of the other things that you know, I think people kind of 
kind of cut their nose off, you know what I'm saying, to spite their face, is when they see somebody else in the same industry, supposedly doing the same thing, they kind of look at them as competition. So, you know, whether I reached out to you or you reached out to me, I didn't look at you as competition. I don't look at nobody else in this industry or in this sector as competition. We all got the same goal. And if you and me make the same video, it ain't going to be the same video. You know, we got two different personalities, two different things. And another thing I think is that we can just go so much farther together as opposed to, you know, being opposite. I don't know who you know. You don't know who I know. You know, right. I may have that one piece of advice that you need to whatever you're trying to do to take you to the next level. Or you may know that one person that, you know, I need to know to make it happen. And I think too many people just always, you know, jealousy creeps in or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, just me, I just, you know, it's a lot of power in networking. And that's a lot of times why people that are in tech or want to get in tech and get into tech. That's one reason they can't get into tech. They can't network. They don't open up their damn mouth. They hate on somebody or every time somebody comes up okay. like you. Uh, saying, All what right. you, saying what you saying, saying the truth, they got something stupid to say. Oh, that ain't true. Da, da, da. And that's another thing. Uh, let's go back to help this. Oh, I see this way too often. Not even help this position in general. Oh, he don't know what he's been talking about. I'm gonna do. I've been in uh, tech thirty years. He don't know what you talking. I've been doing it for twenty years. What if you've been doing the wrong shit for twenty years? Like just because you've been in this for twenty years, I mean that you know what the hell you're talking about. And right. then another or, thing is, or, or why are you in the same position for 30 years? Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's one of the things that, but I will say that um, internet, social media, wherever, whatever is wonderful, but it is a lot of information. Though. It is a lot of information and it is kind of hard sometimes, I guess, if you just got into it, because literally you might look at one YouTube channel and they say, do this is the Then you look at another YouTube channel that guy don't know what he's talking about. Blah, blah, blah. But I just think the good news is, there's a bunch of different options. There's not just one way to get into tech. You want to get a degree, get a degree. You want to get searched, get searched. You want to get experience, get experience. Like it's so many different ways. But I think a lot of people just have excuses, bro. Like it's just, um, I'm too old. I'm black. I'm a woman. Um, whatever, whatever you want to bring up. And they just use an excuse um, to not do what they need to do. Because the, the one thing is this. No matter if you got a degree, experience, um, certs, getting a job is hard, man. Period. Like, it's not, it's like, ain't no this. No matter what's going on, mm-hmm. you'll have to go uh, have an interview, maybe several interviews. They're going to have to like you. You have to know what the hell you're talking about. It's not just a gimme, you know, unless, unless you are, you know, the owner's son or something. You still got to do stuff to make it happen, man. Yeah, that and like you said, the biggest thing is networking. And the last thing I'll say I'll touch on about the, the competition stuff is like, yeah, for YouTube, I, I look at it like kind of like sports, like all my, you know, all the channels you, uh, KF Tech, uh, Day Cyberwalks, Keep It Techie, Professor Black Ops, Black Heights, uh, I'm Lease. Uh, I'm trying to see if I forgot anybody else. Uh, Dom's Tech Chat. Really, anybody you know that I've had on my show that had YouTube or whatever, I don't look at them like as in like, oh man, I'm finna hate on them. I look more so like friendly competition, like, okay, boom, damn, right. they doing these numbers? Cool. I shout them out. Let me see how I'm gonna make my videos better, which is right. what I spent majority of you know my week doing last week and the part of this week. Like, okay, boom, this is gonna keep that attention more. I'm gonna do this and that. I, you know, all I gotta do is focus on me. That's why I would say the men mostly in the tech space that's like got their own business or whatever things going on. Uh, so most of them get uh farther ahead than some of the ladies because we don't kind of just go around hating on them, we kind of just you know put the work in and, and put our head down. I see them being very catty and um, throwing a lot of shade and, and for no reason at all. When I was like, if y'all just work together, y'all be, 
you know, way more powerful than this, you know, silly stuff that y'all doing. Yep. Now, when somebody's wrong, they're wrong, call them out on it. But if they're not wrong and you just want to hate on them just because it's fun to do, you know, that's whack. But that's just me. But to, to what, get what, back, can I, can I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, Put my blinker on and getting another lane. One thing yeah, I will say though, I, I don't know about the the tech, um, the tech women or the YouTube tech women is um, as far as um, that type of stuff goes. But I will say in general, um, it's some really, 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 really smart women in tech, bro. Like really smart. Uh, work ethic yeah. is through the roof. Because like to be honest, like some of my best. Um, it kind of balanced students out now. But some of my best students have been women. I'm talking about absolute beasts. Um, Same here. My clients, like two of my favorites, like best, like I'm talking about from day one, did exactly what I said to do, and then they got the results fast. Women. That's what I was about to say. They take the shit and they execute. Because they know, and some of the women, like one of the women, she wasn't even black. She was, you know, she was a white woman. You know, shout out to Megan. She's killing it. You know, she got a, I think, what we did, like a month and a half, and she ended up getting a role, making like double what she made or whatever. Uh, but the thing about it is, I think they operate knowing that, hey, I'm not a man, so I need to work hard. Whereas mm -hmm. I think some of the men may feel like I shouldn't have to work this hard. I should just be able to do this and, and get in. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying this how I feel because, you know, let's let's go. Let's let's deviate for a little bit. Let's let's do some real talk. You know, I wish I had. I, I wish I went to the uh, liquor store. <laughs> I had me a, a drink right here. But like, you know, where you at in life? Where I'm at in life? Like, we both still ascending, right? Mm -hmm. You have people like where we like from where we from, like back home, or people who know us who always want to say like things like, "Oh, I you remember. got it. You got it. Big oh, money." Okay. Okay. Um, you you lucky and this and that you know not knowing you know how long you you stay up or what you plan or what you writing out but you spend on the time putting the question together you know not knowing that hey you know some nights i'm going to bed two and three four i'm i'm making videos i'm learning new content I, i'm uh studying for certs i'm doing all this other stuff networking like not knowing what goes in the back end of why i'm reaping the benefits i'm doing at you know almost 30. you rather say i'm lucky and you complaining instead of just putting the work in like we yeah, see that easy. a lot. And For me, that's an easy way to get cussed out, man. That's an easy way to get cussed out if you be like, you lucky, like you said. You never, you never, 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 never know what somebody got going on. And that's why I actually just told one of my students, or that's what I then told a couple of my students or um, a couple of my coaching clients. But before I get to that, where can they um, get your coaching stuff from? Because you just said you had somebody double their, I don't want to just breeze over there. You had somebody double their income. Where, oh, where can they get coaching from you? So it's on my website. Uh, it's actually okay. on that ticker right there. That's how they get my book. That's one I, I okay. advise people to get. They need quick help. Uh, the same thing would be for, uh, and I'll probably put it in the banner or whatever, but uh, it'll be textualconsulting.com, you know, forward slash subscriptions or services, but I'm actually about to condense that. So it'd be one place. Uh, if y'all trying to get a bag, go ahead and it's right there on the banner. Uh, click that link, uh, get his book or uh, uh, set up a coaching call. And just, you know, if you're trying to get to where you're trying to get to. But what, but what I was going to say is um, that is one thing is just like um, I told you, I was, I was told Black Heights the same damn thing, bro. I've been in a war zone, right? Literally fought a war and owning a business, being an entrepreneur has been has been the hardest thing I've ever done. I've never worked this hard. I ain't got no vacations, none of that stuff. But it's also the most 
rewarding. Like and just in general, even if you ain't talking about a business, if you um, you know got a good job or um, if you're making a good salary, don't nobody know. Okay, I had to go to college, I had to go to school, or maybe I'm working you know sixty hours a week, seventy hours a week, or maybe my job. I mean, maybe my boss is an asshole. It's so much stuff that goes into winning. Like a lot of times, you know, you can't just go in the gym and start dunking. You got to you got to start with a couple layups, a couple thousand layups, and then maybe you can dunk. Then maybe you can try a windmill. But everybody want to go in there and want to do a 360 goddamn dunk, you know, as soon as they get in the gym. But they don't work like that. Not at all, man. Like I said, I always compare everything when I talk when I'm anywhere. I compare the sports. Uh, I always talk about like one of my favorite. And I know you from, you know, Detroit, so you appreciate this. Like boxing, one of my favorite sports. So I always talk about like you know one of the first things that they teach you besides defense is the jab. One jab. of the Keep simplest yet, right? One of the simplest yet most effective you know punches that you can have in your arsenal that you need to always work on. Yep. You know all the best that's ever boxed or even if we go to all different sport levels, they did the you know the small things right, and that's what's gonna separate you from everybody. You know when you start separating yourself, like what do you do? Like the fundamental things, like do that right, and you'll go far. And another thing is, um, you know, we can use our own experiences. Anybody can get into tech. Anybody can start a YouTube channel. Anybody can own a business. Anybody can do this. You just got to have the the work ethic and you just got to put it in. I was talking to um, I was talking to this young lady and I was telling her, you got to go harder, man. You have to for you, for your family. You don't get that much time on this earth. An example I use is the rock. Right. The Rock is a almost probably a damn billionaire. Right. I got all he got a million followers, been in a hundred movies. Da, 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 da. But how the hell is he outworking me and you? Somebody that's already winning, somebody that's already won, somebody that's damn near at the end of the race or should be satisfied with, with where they at. They working harder than me and you. That don't even make sense. So that's what I tell a lot of my students and stuff like, how the hell am I outworking you? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but, you know, you would say I'm a little bit further along than you. Right. Like, yeah. So you get so how the hell am I outworking you? Like the work don't never stop. And then, like I said, you know, you got to have work life balance, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of times when you're going after a goal, there's going to be imbalance. You may not get the amount of sleep. You may not be able to rock out with your friends. You may not be able to play video games. But the goal has to always, you know, um, be more important than all this other stuff. But like I said, sometimes people want to be, I don't know, man, they just want everything and don't want to work for it. Like it's just, it's just, you know, with Google and social media and you get likes and you get follows and, Shit, you can get on TikTok and eat licorice and the shit to get a million views. I guess, you know, just things, they just want things to be a little bit easier. Hey, that's that's big facts, man. Especially when you when you touched on that video game thing. It's like, I go like back and forth with every time GameStop say, hey, we got the, the new Xbox available. Like, I'd be tempted like, oh, I can go buy it. But I was like, I might spend a lot of my time playing it. Like, I'll probably decrease like how, like, how much I play my game so much. Like, it's ridiculous, but I, I told people it was like on Facebook. Like I'm not even on Facebook right now. Like I don't even have it on my phone. Uh, really, if I log on to it, it may just be to make sure I didn't miss no type of important um, uh, notification. A shout out to Justin. He's actually talking about you know he got my book uh, right now. I Rock think man. I got it like I think I got like 15 percent off now. But you keep on tapping in on me on the mailing list and on Twitter. You never know what I might uh, take it off for a discount for. But um, since I like stopped, I pretty much try to stay as productive as possible on top of like, now we got families, like we talked about earlier, I got two little girls, you know, a woman, she want her time, the kids want their time. Yeah. You know, we got a big whiteboard where like uh, every Sunday she's like, okay, 
what type of interviews and got consultation what you got so we can just try to map the time out mm-hmm. you know still gotta put my time in to hey you know when you gonna go you know what time you gonna work out the gym you know so they're like that this this week right here i end up just going to sleep early and working out in the morning so i think one time I worked out late but i know because next week i gotta start going back in the office so i was like yeah. it's just the prep so like it's a lot going in not even talking about like okay boom so now i gotta dedicate whatever weekend day so i need to do all my editing or okay now i need to like like throughout the week i've been like you know working on python a little bit then i'm gonna get into like going back to learn through some bash or some other crap uh just to stay current and and also be ready for these different interviews i'm gonna be going on just you know you just gotta really put the work in and stay sharp cool that's one thing that that's a good point that you brought up is that um, in education or just in, excuse me, in technology, uh, you're going to have to continue education every day, every day, mm-hmm. every day, because new stuff is coming out. You got to stay abreast of stuff. You got to be a forever learner, pretty much. Like the days of you, you know, this ain't no damn warehouse job. You can't just, you know, be yeah. on the line, opening boxes, doing the same stuff over and over and over again. And we already know, you know, that's getting replaced by automation software and this type of stuff because a lot of people are worried about you know people coming from overseas taking their job a lot of times these people get replaced by a robot or software and it's just like it's like you can't see it it's right in front of you and then like i said me now you know i'm kind of past the point of trying to convince people you know i'm I'm still gonna put out content but i'm I'm not gonna argue with you about it like i'm not gonna give a damn about your future more than you do yeah definitely i I mean look i don't care i like i know I get them direct deposits and I ain't really worried about what nobody say. <laughs> like I'm like um what my boy say on uh share the company, hey, don't worry about me. My position is solidified. Like, yeah, I'm solidified. I ain't, I'm not I'm not worried about none of them. They like you know, I just boom drop drop in like with some news on them that they ain't never hear because I just just be out there working and um but we're gonna get back into you know, we probably could do this other like I I've been actually planning to do some more. Once I move, I'll be going live more where we like really can just you know, get a couple of brothers on here, all uh, different tech, you know, walks, and we can actually just rap for real, you know, Christmas. But let's uh let's get into pretty much like I said, four years ago, master IT. I kind of want you to talk about because I know for me, I've been in I probably started this thing late 2020 and not coming from like a, a business background, family or anything like granted, I've just been in corporate America long enough to work with different people to kind of know how I should move, you know, um, knowing like people not like me already knowing that, Hey, first couple of years, I'm probably going to be at a loss because I'm investing mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get my clientele up. I'm trying to do this. And now I need to set this, these domains up or buy these, all these different software or whatever I have to do to try to even market myself to even for people to know about me. But, right. Let's talk about a little bit like, you know, you started, you know, master IT and maybe a little bit of like, you know, I know you just said like, kind of like one been one of the hardest things you had to do. Uh, how did you, you know, how did you navigate, you know, from that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was one of the hardest things I did. Um, but one thing that I've always been blessed with or always had is an extreme belief in myself, um, almost to a fault sometimes. Because, for example, like on um, the last job that I had, I just quit it. I just quit it. I didn't have nothing lined up. I didn't have nothing. You know, I had, you know, some money saved up, but it just was like, it's over with. You know, I got to try and do this on my own. So I jumped out the window uh, the first month of Master IT, you know, me, the program, I made $47. Um, 
only made $47. Still had a mortgage to pay, still had, you know, a family to feed and all this type of stuff. But I just knew that eventually if I keep on turning out, keep on turning out, keep on doing what I need to do, what needed to happen was going to happen. And I think a lot of times people end up uh, quitting in the process way too early, way too early. Like they want stuff to pop. Like, okay, I post this, boom, tomorrow, you know, I'm going to be on. They don't work like that. And then another thing is, um, you know, you don't want to stop either. Because once you get that momentum, you got to keep on doing, keep on doing, keep on doing, keep on doing, keep on going. Um, but like I was saying, though, Master IT um, has been a blessing, bro. Like um, straight from the mud, um, I, just like you, I didn't have nobody in business. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have nothing. It was just a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations and just keep kept going. Just, I just literally kept going. Like I like, okay, I knew one thing. I knew I knew what the hell I was talking about. I knew I could actually get people certified. So I was like, okay, as long as I got that, I'll be fine. And you know, after I got student after student after student after student after student after student, it just it just became um what it is today, you know. And I got people enrolling every day now. Um, you know, thank God. But um it's just so many different facets that go along with this. You know, it's it's the program, then it's marketing, then it's advertising, and then on top of that, you know, you actually gotta have um if you you know plan on being around a long time ethics and morals like you said i could say hey man yeah sign up for the course you're gonna um get certified guaranteed you'll get a job making a hundred thousand dollars and it will go through the roof until people start feeling like damn i'm not <laughs> i can't get a job or i can't do this i can't do that and that's the whole thing with me is you know full transparency you know always telling the truth um you know because people are sliding through me or uh, sliding through my emails or getting a uh, contact with my assistant or being my dms talking about okay if i do this will you guarantee me a job nope will you guarantee i pass nope i can't guarantee shit like all the tools are there everything is there but i can't guarantee that you're gonna log in i can't guarantee that you're gonna actually um do the actual work i can't guarantee that this model even works for you you know because uh, being in education there's so many different learning styles and teaching styles you know maybe mine is good for you that's why i have so much content on youtube like look this is me this is my personality this is the way that i break stuff down if you're not feeling this you probably shouldn't enroll inside the program right but yeah it's just um but one of the main things though what i would take from this um you don't have to have uh, be building a business but whether it's going after that job whether it's uh, getting that certification getting a degree whatever you're trying to do just do it man and that's another thing is um the older you get the more resistant you are to change and the more impact failures i have so the younger you are i would say try stuff now you don't want to be trying shit when you're in your 50s and 60s you know when you when an l could just be you know you could have a stroke a heart attack or you know stuff just go left so um yeah so um i know we're talking about business but just in general this can be yeah anywhere like whether it's whether it's degrees certifications getting a promotion getting a different job just try it out that's the whole thing people act like this is like you know we were talking about video games you're not gonna get a game over you're not gonna die just go try it and you know if anything you're still gonna get at least get a lesson out of it like, okay a this thousand lives like a cat yep yep yeah man like i know for me like even like the crazy thing is like just seeing like what I see, even like when you go to celebrities, like you know, even doing like bad business that should technically know better. Yeah. Um, it came even for me, like, hey, uh, one of the first things I did when I thought about writing a book, because what happened was I was doing a lot of consultations. I said, Man, I'm getting a lot of the same questions. And I said, like, I don't have the bandwidth to handle a lot of these people. 
So what I should do is just turn this into a book. Yep. And that's what I did. I turned it into an ebook. And one of the first things, you know, I went and did was uh, I got with my attorney. He's like, we, we talked about different things. Got it. You know, it is trademark. If anybody, you know, if we find the stuff on there, we're going to get our money because it's trademark. And that's one of the things I think that people don't talk about, like those costs, like attorney costs, like, okay, get them to do the LLC. I actually still got to do my trademark for um i mean i got my book copyrighted i'm sorry i was wrong i need to do my trademark for my other stuff you know turning your youtube turning my podcast into a dba for my main business like you know all them different things that you know you find out by you know paying for stuff and like for example like her consultation the one cheap i think it was like two something i never complained i was like shoot i need the knowledge let's talk about that let's talk about that so prices right prices for whatever so supposedly you can get anything you need and everything you need on YouTube. I don't know if that's true or not, but I really did a deep dive on myself. Right? I was thinking about it and I was thinking like, okay, all the YouTube stuff I watch, all the stuff that I went through, have I actually ever applied any of this stuff? And I couldn't really remember, you know, anything I actually executed on. But um, if I did, I couldn't really remember it, but I'm pretty sure you can get whatever you need from YouTube, but me time is super important i don't have time to be watching a thousand damn hours of youtube trying to figure out what's going on and that's why i always say um to my students just in general is that i'd rather pay somebody that knows exactly what the hell they talking about they're gonna give me exactly what i need and they ain't gonna be no damn i wonder if you know what he's talking about i wonder if this is the right thing to do um and i think a lot of people are just either looking for free stuff or cheap stuff and a lot of times you get uh what you pay for but you know some people aren't you know in a financial place to invest in themselves but me personally um i never tell anybody like literally anybody to do something i'm not doing even though you know i have a program i coach i mentor guess who guess what i do i pay for coaching and mentoring and i'm in damn programs as well (laughs) you know that's the whole thing a lot of people understand that you have to invest in yourself and you have to and that may sound cheesy may sound corny, but it's the truth. The best investment I literally made in myself or, or uh, yeah, the best investment I made was in myself. And every time I go to a program or mentorship or coaching, I end up leveling up, you know, because I can't, if I stay at the same place with the same knowledge, then, you know, I'm going to be at the same place. And that's that's one of the reasons why um, Master IT has not only, you know, grown, but it's kind of, it kind of exploded because like you were saying, I got the business set up right, got the marketing set up right, got the advertising set up right. And then, like I said, always having a mentor, always having a coach, always having somebody that you can lean on. Because to be honest, you can't do this stuff by yourself, man. And then a lot of times it might be something that you already knew, but you just needed somebody else to tell you. Yeah, man. Trust me. It's it's just a whole bunch of stuff. Like, And it's even go for like smaller business. Like people used to get mad at me when I was on Facebook. I said, hey, it's 2021 or whatever. Like hey, you got to stop telling people to DM you for the, you know, for the prices and just tell them to go to the website. You know, hey, ain't it don't cost no money, but set up your Stripe account, have them pay with Stripe, PayPal. Like, come on now, like small stuff, people was getting mad about, oh, you might not. I was like, nah, it's easy. Like, it's going to make it easier on you when it comes tax time. Like, y'all been so busy trying to get over that y'all doing bad business. Right. <laughs> and sometimes you don't realize some customers don't like that. They wanted to feel like they're getting some premium and official. Exactly. So, and that's another thing with, um, education and coaching and mentoring you know you can actually write that off you know on your taxes so um and another thing is you know some people 
And I just looked at it like this. You know, some people may go to mine. Oh, damn. It costs that much? And that's cool. It, it mean that you're, it's not for you. And I'm, I'm the target audience. It's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Because um, that's what I told you that one time. Um, um, you know, somebody's damn. It's that much. It's somebody else's damn. That's it. So yeah. you got to, as long as you, as long as you're providing the value, that's all that matters, bro. Man, facts. Because like, for example, right now, you know, to get a resume, I mean, it's 350. And then, you know, some people then paid 800,000, thousand plus dollars to get one done. Hey, but listen to this, uh, HD, and everybody's listening. So he said his resume stuff is 350. But if it can get you a job making 50, 60, 70, 80,000 dollars, 300, like, what do you, like, that's a, a good, I think a lot of people don't look at the ROI part. It's just like, Damn, it's mm-hmm. five thousand, ten thousand, whatever, three thousand, three hundred, four hundred, however much it is. Look at the ROI, and then a lot right. of times, like I said, I think it's not even. It's not they not mad at the price. They mad because they can't afford it, or it's just like damn. Because right. if they had the money, they would do it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, definitely. And I think I mean sometimes like hey man, you just gotta sometimes have to to bite the bullet. Um, like you said, looking at it like for yourself, or like that's why I had the other service where okay, boom. I know some people don't really need their resume, like actually revamp. They might just need some pointers, so I have like a a resume and LinkedIn review that I do. Okay, for that's you know proven to help like document it and help people within like the same week of doing it. And so I saw that's something I saw a need for because I always see like people's LinkedIn you know lacking, and you know I could charge an exorbitant amount for that if I wanted to, but for me, I, I think it's like it's priced appropriate because it takes me pretty sure. much. 35 45 minutes and, and that's what i want to add in for me i do stuff based on the opportunity cost and the time that you know i'm, I'm losing or some for doing something so it's not really necessarily for that but it's like if it takes me x amount of time i need to charge this price and then once that's you right. get the value out of it you're like oh, oh i pay whatever but shoot i didn't get this done like quick and i didn't got a job you know i got a right. got one client she didn't got she didn't leveled up so much since we didn't work together, man. It's it's ridiculous. She always hit my line and be like, "Hey, I just got this raise or just did this and that." I'm like, so it's it's all about that. Not only that, you know, this probably be the last thing that we'll I'll go a little bit more into like the uh some some of the stuff about the courses you offer and stuff like that. God, I noticed the people came to see. Not only that, when you get with somebody like uh like Rob or myself, not only are you paying our services, but now you in our network. So. I might know, hey, are you trying to get a GRC role? And I see I'm, I'm friends with a couple people that run companies and other things like that. Hey, I got a client. Like I had like before I, I left one of my jobs, shoot, I was putting, you know, clients of people I knew on, like getting them referred or whatever. So it's like you got to think about that. Some people can't get referred to a job. No. It's probably going to make them eighty, ninety thousand dollars 90000 So when you put it in perspective, when you think about it, when you put in perspective and think about because me and my uh, shout out to et eric thomas we were talking about today it's like you know your network really worth more than money like you, you, people look on a short site right here but now you got that network going i didn't met so many and that's one of the things i mean you was talking about like i didn't now network with so many different people like i got enough people i network with where actually we can go start a super corporation once if we want to take over exactly we wanted to and that's what people people just focus on the short term about oh i you know you know i'm finna get to the bad okay cool but we'll see what happens when it's just you. Now I, you know, I didn't met, you know, people that's you know got director level talent, and we really, you know, causing a ruckus now. They scared of us. So, and one thing, one thing, just one caveat um, for mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, anybody that's watching this, this one thing I'll say is you need to start scrolling through your phone, man. If you scroll through your phone and 
you know, you see three, four, 10, 15, 20 people that you can't tap that name and, hey, who you know, or can you help me with this? Or they won't support you. Just delete them. A lot of people just, you know, got, you know, know a bunch of people that can't do shit for them. Okay. Or, you know, that aren't really useful. And I'm not saying that you got to be using people, but everybody in my life, right, at this point has to have some kind of utility. You got to have some kind of, because I know that you're going to get something from me. I already, I just, just inherent, you know, in me, I'm, I'm going to give you some type of value, period. This is just how I am. Um, and another thing I always harp on as well, uh, um, HD and gang, is that you got to uh, always look at the the law of reciprocity, right? You got to start providing value, right? Stop asking people for shit. Stop asking, you know, strangers, people that you don't know, people that you don't really like. People be in my DMs. I'm pretty sure people be in your DMs asking for things, and they don't. You don't really know me, right? If any, the way I approach things in a way that I always network is providing value. What can I do for you? Is there anything that you need? Anything that I that I can do? And just support them, and then you know it'll come around. The law of reciprocity works every time. Um, you know, any um, anything I've ever wanted has came, you know, from me networking and me actually, like I said, looking out for other people and actually supporting other people. Um, and that's one thing that, you know, in your life, if you find that people aren't supporting your dreams, aren't supporting what you got going on, when the last time you supported somebody? Thanks. So like when I see HD, uh, even though he, he, you know, he got, you know, a million dollars, you know, sitting behind him, but. Um, whenever I see him, I try to send him a super chat. I try whenever I see, I try to send him a super chat, not because they need the money, just because of the motivation, and just because you know, because right. this is not easy, man. You know, and just like, hey, man, I see you, bro. Keep on going and keep on going. So just make sure you support, and it's, it's always gonna come back to you. Man, definitely is. You know, that's like reminds me. Uh, man, like I said, we can go into so many different talk because like everything we bring up could be its own separate video. Like, uh, well, you already was, know the game. Make sure you uh, make sure you chop it up, and um, you know separate it out so you got some more no no content. no i'm talking about even further than a clip oh, it could okay, be okay, okay. like like what you was talking about like you know reciprocity oh i probably butchered that yeah you did I'm, I'm wishing it twice <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna> <laughs> myself. <laughs> Shoot, I, look i sound like little baby right here <laughs> but look man um shout out to my homie uh day spring man he just made 20 like i i literally tell people like if you want to probably try to get into this, not saying it's gonna happen for you like day spring, but I tell people all the time, I'm every video. Hey, you know what? Hey, if you get to this far in the video, if you can find in most of my like my last however many live streams or whatever I done did, and I done brought up day spring, and you can give me the timestamps and I go to them, I give you twenty dollars. I give I probably give you more than that, but I bring him up all the time because he is probably like the standard right now. Like every time I was talking to this young man late at night. No, he's up working. Well, maybe we talking about like studying for stuff. He's working on class stuff. Like this man that went from uh, doing his first internship in like 2021. Then he used to work with me, got promoted there like once. Now he's working for Datadog. Damn. You know, okay. Doing cloud, I think doing cloud security. But he knows his stuff. 20? Yeah. 20 years wow. old. People ain't got no excuse, man. No, no excuse. And that's why I'm saying for people who ain't got no kids or no wife, what is your excuse? What are you doing? And the, and and I was going to top that off with the fact that he put on Twitter a couple of days ago about the thread about how when he reached out to me almost over two years ago about, you know, genuine connection. He didn't really initially ask me about being a mentor or anything, but I had already been, I think I had, I don't know if he already had his YouTube at the time, his YouTube and he had different stuff he had on LinkedIn. 
And I was like, oh yeah, this this guy is doing it. You know, let me let's let's actually like talk because he already shown his value. And since then, that's how it's been. And I always tell people like, I hate when people just come up to me and ask me to be a mentor. I rather just look at what you're doing and decide to mentor you over you asking me. That that always is, works better for me than you asking me because you got to show me something. And then right. sometimes people even come off asking me the wrong way. I was like, because some people confuse mentoring with coaching. Like I've never had to do, tell day to do, do this, do that, do that, do this, this. It's more so he's already working and he said, hey, man, I just did this. What you think about this? Check this out. Exactly. And so that's the difference. I'm When I'm a coach, I'm giving you a game plan on stuff to do. That, right. That's pretty much the difference between coaching and mentorship. Um, but before we go down that rabbit hole, let's talk about um, let's talk about master IT real quick, man. So right now, what um services and like for certs and certifications, like uh, do you offer right now? So right now, uh, we got the Zero to Hero program, and that program it gets uh, students ready for an IT role as an IT pro. So in that course alone, they get um, a plus, which is pretty much like a high school diploma when it comes to IT. Uh, then they get network plus, which is a, a networking certification. Then they get security plus, which is the number one cybersecurity certification for the Department of Defense. Now, the reason I chose those three is because they open up a lot of doors and you can kind of go whatever path you want to with those. So I always tell people like, after you get these certifications, are you going to make $100,000 or no, you're not. Um, so the average salary for, um, you know, starting off IT pro is around about 55, 60, right? But understand, this is what I always tell people. People are like, oh, that's it. Sometimes people say that, but that's the starting out salary, right? The average person doesn't even make $50,000 a year and you're making over that and your first damn job and you don't even right. know anything you just got the certifications and then this sets you on the path to a hundred thousand or eighty thousand or ninety thousand um because if you i think if you make six figures you're in a ten percent right ain't that what it is i think so or something I like have that to, so, i have to check it out so shit you only you on a temper only ten percent of people in the united states make uh six figures or more right so a hundred thousand uh, dollars is like the, the the buzzword blah 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 but i just know in tech um the salaries are exorbitant if you if, if you really get into it one two three hundred thousand dollars a year right so this is where the entry point is you have Sign to on bonuses stock options all kind of company card whatever now that's on down the line and just like hd harped on is that that's always with staying sharp staying the best being like a day bridge i'm sorry what was his name day spring day spring just like him He's he's gonna be a he's gonna be a monster. He's gonna like he's twenty years old, staying up late doing what he needs to do. Those are the people that's gonna be winning, right? Now this piece of paper is uh, what's gonna allow you entry into uh, entry level role. Now you still gotta have the experience. You still gotta have a network. You still got to crush the interview. But these pieces of paper are gonna give you the skills, the knowledge, and the ability to actually start your um, career in tech. And one of the reasons that I really focus on certifications is just because the financial investment needed is a lot lower than um, a degree most times. And the time investment is a lot less. You can literally, you know, my students in the Zero to Hero program, all those certifications that I name, they get no certifications in about 90 days. So 
you know, I got a proven system that's worked for literally thousands of students. And if you looking to get certified online, we got the whole shebanga bang, got the program, got coaching, and we actually pay for you to take the certification as well. So if you need anything, we got you. So quick question. Um, yes, sir. Have Have you thought about, I'm actually I thought about three, offering these three certs maybe as a, maybe second tier plan. Maybe the people went through the zero to hero. Now they want to come back. First of all, don't tell me how to do my business. <laughs> uh, but now have you thought about uh cloud plus linux plus and uh cysa plus have you thought i, about have, I have been thinking about adding a okay okay let me say this um okay so yes to that i've been thinking about adding a or not think i am adding a cloud a linux base and i'm thinking about doing something with hacking but i'm glad you brought that up so almost all of my students after they get finished that's their that's their logical thing i don't care what it is i don't care how much it costs what's the next thing what do i sign up at nothing nothing after you get those certifications right you need to get some damn experience that's what i tell all of them yep right so i always advise them like at least get another get, just get a year in get your get your hands dirty and then you can start working on something else but you need to actually start getting the experience and you can sign up for the program you know whenever you want to but you need to get experience, right? I'm telling you, gang, it looks weird as hell that your name is here, A plus, Net plus, Security plus, Cash plus, CCNA, uh, CEH, uh, ABC, one, two, three, 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 and you can't find a job. The hey, reason you can't find a job is you ain't got no experience. I see that all the time on LinkedIn. It don't make sense. And it's one of the things, you know, depending on roles that more so require you to like to probably think or strategize like you know analyst stuff like i see people uh, that come to me like a lot of people come to me to be sock analysts because of course mm -hmm. i was a sock analyst and then a lead threat analyst for like what two three years they come to me but the, the hard thing about it like you said if you don't have experience but you have the certs they don't help that much when it comes to you getting asked scenario based questions mm -hmm. and so I, I find myself which i like to do which you know got something that works about this but when now people do have sock interviews uh, with me, most of the time, if they tell me ahead of time, they end up getting it because I prep them to how to answer, how to start thinking, and and that's the key part right there. If you don't know how to think, uh, like I can go to Google oh the, the sock question, you you can answer those. They're like test questions, but actually getting you how to uh, think, going detailed on what you would do, and kind of like your mythology for handling alerts is what's going to impress them. Because every alert, every new correlation search they put into the sim is not going to be documented and you probably won't be able to Google it. So therefore, that's why you have to always know what type of approach and how you're going to what you're going to use to solve these things. That's true. Now, that is one thing I always harp on my students that you have to have critical and analytical thinking just to be an IT in general. Like you said, you have to know how to problem solve. Now, right. you don't have to memorize everything. You know, anybody who works in text, Google shit all the time. But if it's literally like a problem is presented and you don't even know where to start. And then to be honest, um, some problems in tech that you deal with is so high level, you won't even know what the hell to even Google. You won't even know, like, I don't even know what the hell to ask Google. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what's going on. So, like you said, you have to know how to troubleshoot. You got to know how to, like you said, think from, from A to Z. And just a, a cheat code, or not even a cheat code, but just common sense. With the advent of the internet, if you are interviewing for a company, right? It's a few things you need to do. One, 
you can probably figure out who you're interviewing with. You need to add them on LinkedIn. Try to build a little bit, little bit of rapport before you actually um, get the interview. Uh, maybe see who the front desk person is. Tap in with them. Try and build a rapport. Because I'm gonna tell you this. Um, this and this is one thing that a lot of tech people um, suffer from is that their their personal social skills are off. Right? You gotta people hire people that they like. Like not, not if you gotta have the skills. If you in there cool, laughing, joke, and all this type of stuff, but you don't know what the hell you're doing, they're not gonna hire you. But if they like you, it's like a bonus because a lot of times, um, you know, in 2022 and just moving on, it's a company culture a lot of times. And if you don't fit in with Bingo. that culture, it's not it's, it's not gonna work. And, and that's what it comes down to. I, that, I think that's how I got this role, just fitting into the culture. Um, one of my next interviews is really big on which they kind of tell you when they schedule an interview. Hey, we're big on these principles, like study mm -hmm. these principles uh, when it comes time for the interview and all, all these things. It's all about at the end of the day, like you said, people want to work with nice people um, because you're gonna be part of a team now. That's right. And and that's another thing too. Um, based on people's personalities, I used to well, I still do. When when you come to a consultation, I'll say, okay, what interests you besides you know personal interest and then like work interest. And I said, hmm, you might be more of an introvert. You may be better at this because this role right here is going to require you to talk a lot. And you may not like talking to people. Even if you can do it, you might just want to do your task and go to sleep. And trust me, I understand. So that's another thing. Um, when it comes to people getting to take, sometimes people are trying to chase roles that don't fit them. And that's why it's so hard for them. When you fit, go for something most time that may fit you and has like a lower barrier entry, you tend to be a little bit more successful. I've seen mm -hmm. that like, no personally so and that's anybody a, that's on here that's uh that's an introvert and think that that is a handicap or uh that's it's a, not it's, it's actually to me it's actually a little bit better because what i found is that you know extroverts are cool outgoing great um but i've noticed that introverts you know when they do talk it's for a reason and they try mm -hmm. and you know, they try and get their point across as clearly and as simply as possible so because honestly um and i didn't know that until i started teaching um, you know, I can laugh and joke and be cool with people, blah, blah, but I'm an introvert myself. And the reason I found that out was because, I, like, after this interview, I might have to lay the hell down. Because, uh, you know, after <laughs> I talk for an extended period of time, oh, yeah. I get drained. You know what I'm saying? And that's Trust the, I, me. I was an introvert. Doing help desk stuff like that, that's hard. So I didn't want to talk on the phone after that. I, was yep. like, I don't want to talk. Even like you're right, though. I, I probably don't want to talk after this because right. talk time, like, I might, I might more of an extrovert. I could do a mix of both. It depends on my mood today. Like I, I remember sometimes like we're, since the pandemic started, I really ain't been out out like I used to. But mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'd be out. I'm like, man, I could have been back home doing something I want to do. Like <laughs> uh, I don't feel like being around these people. So I, I definitely, um, I definitely feel you on that. Because, uh, because the thing with me is like. I'm an introvert and it's not, it's not shy of that. It's just more intention. Like if it's like, I ain't like, I'm okay. I got an intention. I can, you know, say what I need to do. You know, people like me, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, like I said, the energy, the energy part isn't there. Like if I got to, like whenever I do coaching or especially if I do a boot camp, I'll be burnt the hell out afterwards. You know, my wife want to talk and it'd be a lot of yes, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, for real. <laughs> right. Right. I, man, I feel you on that, man. Um, but man, we touched on so much. I'm trying to see like what else we really need to get of people, man. Uh, um, I know you mentioned uh, it's the zero to hero. Pro I know I've been seeing you promote that heavy. Is that uh, is that like 
extension of some stuff added on that would then what you used to uh oh so it's two um it's two different programs so one of them is um the zero to ic hero program so that's self-paced so people can rock through that um on their own um and then the next uh, iteration of that would be the winter circle so the winter circle is pretty much the zero to hero program on steroids so we include um resume services we include linkedin optimization we include live training as well so um the zero to hero program you can literally go in there and sign up and enroll whenever you want to the winter circle you got to actually apply because we just want to make sure that um you're getting everything that you need to get and then we got the best students inside of there now one thing i will say um once again praise to the most high people are enrolling but um the program isn't for everybody uh a few people it's not for uh, if you're expecting for me to take the damn <laughs> certification for you, if you're expecting nope. for me to open your fucking, excuse me, if you expect me to open your head and uh, pour the uh, information inside your head, that's not going to happen. If you um, got a lot of excuses, um, it's probably not going to be for you. Right. So basically, I just tell everybody that it's like building a house. Right. I'll pour the foundation for you. I'm even going to drop off the lumber, the tools, and I got a crew for you. But you got to tell them what to do. Definitely, man. Um, I feel you on that one. Uh, actually, all his links will be in my description. Bam. Um, but man, I don't want to hold you too long. It is right. a Friday night, and yes, sir. You probably want to lay down and eat some food, watch some you know, <laughs> with the missus. And uh, same here. Like I need to probably get something uh, to eat as well. But um, yeah, she been text, you from text me like five times already. So. It must be that yeah. time to put she, something in my belly, man. Right, and the baby's asleep right now, so that's why she ain't beating down door say you because <laughs> they they be going hard. Um, appreciate uh, Dina McCall. Uh, if you need us, you know how to find us. He has a YouTube channel as well, which is tagged in the title, which I will also make sure it's still in the description. Uh, this will also be eventually a re I mean audio format on the podcast, so you guys can listen to it on your way to work or something like that. You need some inspiration, but um. Yeah, man, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. I got some. I look, I'm gonna be on the road to 5,000 subs soon. Well, I'm actually on that road, and I'm subscribe, probably gonna subscribe, 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 and I'm probably gonna do a nice another giveaway. Like one of the last major giveaways I did was uh, I did a giveaway to uh, this sock training uh, that my guy uh, awesome. Eric Thomas teach. So awesome. who knows? Next time, might be two of them or something like that. And uh, we got good reviews on that. But yeah, just make sure you tap in with me everywhere. You never know what I'm going to do, what type of discounts I'm running, promo special. Uh, if you want to join the winner circle and you want to be a winner, you know what to do. Give a master IT proven. Hey, yeah, so before you leave, I just want to say th I want to thank you again, man. I'm proud of you. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Um, like I said, you make it look easy, but I know it's not. Man. Man, if they only knew that's a lot of pitfalls but look all i work on is just getting better every day and that's all i want to tell you guys man progress not perfection you probably ain't where you want to be at right now but you'll get there i'm living proof but until next time guys let's get textual <laughs>